You're listening to What's the Rumpus? Shh, geeks in progress. Welcome to another episode of What's the Rumpus? I'm Adrian Hanna. I'm Ross Depp. I'm Charles Thomas. Yay! <laughs> All right, we started. Now what? <laughs> and that's it. End of the show. Good job, guys. Oh, we'll see you next week. Uh, I was going to start to sing the theme song, and then I remembered that I didn't know what it was, so then I was going to sing Scam School instead, but that's Batman. <laughs> All right, well, I'd just oh, like to wow. start off by saying that uh, I don't want to go to work tomorrow, because uh, I've had almost a week off. And it's been awesome, but it also makes me hate work even more. Um, <laughs> we managed to, between three people, polish off a 24-pound turkey in uh, in the nice. last four days. So, uh, oh okay, that's pretty. Cool. Mad props on us. I, w- I only had like a 11 and a half pound turkey. <laughs> that seems way more reasonable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's still a poop load of turkey per person, though. <laughs> Well, it was uh, it was me and my grandma and somebody who was called Aunt Carol, but I don't know how she's related. <laughs> Wait, so she's not actually your aunt, but you? My great aunt. So she? <laughs> she's who? She's my grandma's sister. Are you sure? <laughs> okay. Her name. Her she. She's Carol Kirkish. She married to the Kirkish family, who owns this Kirkish store. Well, it'd be weird if someone else owned that store. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm going to open up uh, Barry's Big and Tall, even though my name is Steve. <laughs> what? Have you ever been to that store? <sighs> yeah, it's a little Kirkish. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> awesome. It's like the uh, the t-shirt house shirt that says, I'm not a full-blood Jew, but I'm Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me LOL. <laughs> Say saying stuff like that is completely ridiculous because the reason that you type LOL is because you're supposedly laughing. But if you say, "Oh man, I LOL'd so hard," <laughs> it doesn't work. Okay, so uh, to segue from that um, right into one of my stories, um, Unfl- "unfriend" has been declared word of the year by the New Oxford American Dictionary. Um, say. So the only the only reason that I that I had wanted to bring this up initially is because I know how much Chuck hates stuff like this. And so you brought it up again, which is awesome. Yeah, totally. So uh, unfriending, and not only not only is it uh, is is it been declared a word, but it's word of the year, which means that there's other words that they've declared words that didn't quite uh, cut the mustard as far as uh, words, new words, and uh, some of the new words include uh, hashtag. Netbook and sexting. Oh, uh, even better, De- Deleb, which is a dead celebrity, and Tramp Stamp. It's Tramp Stamp. Really? Yeah. Fail. Novelty words making the shortlist. Apparently, they were on the shortlist for Word of the Year. Is Word of the Year just douchey words that only douches use? It's douches use. It's whatever words that uh, the New Oxford American Dictionary declares to be new words uh, for the year, and they pick one. That is like the uh, dominant word 
the most how prolific is, word, how I is guess. Unfriend. That is not like a prolific word. Everyone says unfriend. Every well, I shouldn't say everyone. Everyone that's retarded. I say remove you as a friend. That's or what I say. Friend is is another one. It's the same thing, though. I mean, unfriend and defriend. No, it's it not. They're spelled differently. Just check the dictionary, because they're fucking in there now. <laughs> I no longer recognize the authority of Oxford to tell me what words belong in my language. Agreed. Actually, um, the a long time ago, in one of the single-digit episodes, we talked about uh, the, the words, like, bounce-back ability and crap like that. You remember that? <laughs> Yeah, I, I brought that. That was my story. Yeah, those were all those were all um, words declared by the the Oxford Dictionary, and uh, we had talked. See, about this is what I'm saying. They're a bunch of godless heathens, right? Well, <laughs> my point. I want to start my own language and only admit words that I approve. It what, would just like be penis. So it would be an entire language where every word is penis. <laughs> no penis. I mean, wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys you guys know about Esperanto, right? Yeah. Uh, you mean the car in Grand Theft Auto? Yes. No. Esperanto <laughs> is a is a language that was developed by a linguist back in the sixties to oh, yeah. to become the universal language. And yeah. uh, one of the people that totally bought into it was uh, William Shatner. And so there of course. is there. There's actually one uh, movie that was filmed originally in Esperanto. No way. And William Shatner uh, was in it. Did any? How many people uh, officially actually knew the language? I don't it's know. still it's, around. It, you can still it, find it. Yeah, it. There, there's still people that speak it fluently. It's just that that they're they they're in like the triple digits. There's not that many people that speak it because it didn't catch on the way it was supposed to catch on, where everyone would learn it and then it would be the language of Earth. Fucking hippies! Uh, an international language. It's got a flag. Yeah, Esperanto's got its own flag, and it's all green. I bet you those Iraq. People think that Iran. it's the greatest language in the world. What? <laughs> the, the people that put put green buddy icons on Twitter oh. to, to, as a protest yeah. of the thing. Yeah, that was really I still, stupid. I, yeah. I still don't understand it because it's so stupid and retarded. well. The the one thing that I thought was interesting of that whole thing was that apparently people were the the government was filtering based on the location that you put in for your user account. So in as a as a sign of solidarity, other people were changing the location so that they it said they were in Tehran, but that didn't. Uh, the, the, I, I'm sure they soon figured out a better way to track people. And changing the the icon to green had absolutely nothing to do with that. That was just so that everyone knows that you did it, so that you can get credit for doing things. <laughs> do you see? I, I think it was Jim Gaffigan who changed his icon to green during that. Yeah, he did. I, uh, I think Josh Molina did. A bunch of people from Rev3 I, I did. did. I, I'm pretty sure that he was doing it in jest and not for seriously, because I don't think Jim Gaffigan cares about anything. I, I, I found a website during that whole debacle that would uh, put a green overlay over whatever avatar you wanted. So I put a, an avatar of a sheep for my avatar and then changed <laughs> it to a, with a green overlay. To paraphrase George Carlin, nice. I wish there was one that would turn it brown for eat shit and die. <laughs> <laughs> I wear a brown ribbon, you know what it means? Uh, yeah, that's... George Carlin is awesome. Yeah, he, he was ahead of his time. <laughs> 
So, um, yeah, and everything that he says, like like his his airline thing pre nine eleven nine September eleventh pre suck my genital area situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. situation. But his whole his whole thing is still uh, like when I listen to that, I start thinking about. Um, like, you can't take a chainsaw onto the plane, but you can take an ice pick. You can kill a guy with a Sunday copy of the New York Times if you tried hard enough. <laughs> yeah, but, um, the... Uh, they take your nail clippers, but they give you a fucking knife! <laughs> so they stopped giving people knives after that, too. I yeah. remember hearing about that on the news. And then the new list meant, said you couldn't bring an ice pick on the plane, and I looked at that whole list, and it was all stuff George Carlin was like, You can bring this on the plane! <laughs> You know, the uh, George Carlin has all kinds of impact on government policy. He was the original reason the FCC <laughs> started censoring radio stations with uh, seven words. Yes, sir. That whole he had a he the whole the seven words bit was developed because he they some radio station played a stand up bit of his and they uh, the FCC made them uh, re air it with the those seven words specifically censored out. And that's when he wrote that bit. Ridiculous. Um, so this is this is on a more personal note with George Carlin. Uh, I was talking to Hot Carl. We were talking about George Carlin, and he was like, "Man, I agree with everything George Carlin says, except for that he doesn't like Steely Dan." <laughs> he's, he's like, he's like, and people that listen to bands like Steely Dan, and I'm like, you and Chuck would get along. <laughs> Since that's probably the only thing that Chuck doesn't agree with. <laughs> um, so, I this is from November 15th, so uh, it's old. But it's uh, Life Hacker's is old. five best online backup tools. I'm not sure which one won because I didn't see the follow-up. But um, they have a couple on here. Or maybe this is the follow-up of what people voted for. And they don't have Blaze, Backblaze, which is the one that I tested recently, and I thought it was pretty baller. It's unlimited backup for like five bucks a month. Um, so I was wondering what everyone here does for backup. How they back up their important things. Um, I use Dropbox. Oh, yeah. Um, I've also been, I've, I've been considering, I've been looking at, um, because I started using Ubuntu again, uh, Ubuntu the newer newer versions have uh, it's called Ubuntu One, which okay. is kind of like uh, it's an online backup solution for files and contacts and settings in Ubuntu. So you can, uh, if you set it up and then you go to another computer and have Ubuntu and you log in there and you ooh. set it up, then you can have the same configuration on every computer. <laughs> I feel like that's only uh, useful if they're your computers, because what are the chances that you know somebody randomly? Like, oh, yeah, I got Ubuntu. You can log into mine. Uh, well, you, Adrian, and, yeah, I can think of at least three people that I know that run it. I uh, I switched to Fedora, and now I use Windows because of playing WoW, which is kind of depressing. But wow, that's all kinds of lame. My hard drive's not big enough to dual boot. It's just a 64 gig solid state, so I can't fit. 64 gig is more than enough to dual boot, dude. It's it's close. Uh, WoW is like 20 gig. <laughs> oh, so it's it, and well, Windows still that's 40 for gig for use Wubi. Yeah, but then Windows 7 is like uh, another 20 gig. So use Wubi. What version of Windows 7 are you running? The the released real one. I don't know. 
The legit one? Too legit to quit? The, I mean, like, which skew? Because it's... Oh, if you, professional? If you scale it back, it might be a smaller install. Yeah, I actually found a thing that allows you to install Windows 7 on a 8-gig flash card. Like, for uh, netbooks, they were talking about putting it on the... Um, what do they call it? The one that uses that. E-E-E. e The EPC. Um, so I found a write-up on that, but I have to start from scratch. You have to modify the installer ISO and then burn it, and then you can strip out, like, 10 gig worth of stuff. You know, they had, they've gotten Windows XP down to under 1 gig for, yeah. for bare installs. I don't know why they haven't done it with Windows 7 yet. Of course, it took them, know, like, they... it took them, like, 8 years to do XP, so. <laughs> well, when XP first came out, it was so small, it was, like, uh... That's what she said. I think it was, it was under a gig. I remember it being, like, 600 meg. It was slightly bigger than the... <laughs> and then Service Pack 1 was, like, 1600 terabytes. Yeah, and then as soon as you, well... X- or 1.6 petabytes. Like, if you did an install of XP back when it first came out in 2001 and have done every update since then, then your install is, like, it gotta be, like, 15 gig. <clears throat> but if you start from Service Pack 3 now, that's your most efficient way to do it. Or just don't run updates. Those aren't important. Yeah. It's just Windows. It's not like it's not secure. <clears throat> we, uh, um, apparently, some of the machines that I manage start have a 20 gig partition because they were made way back when when uh, we never thought that the size of the, or they, I wasn't there, never thought that the size of the programs would ever exceed 20 gig plus Windows. And now, like, Windows and um, Adobe Acrobat 9 Pro almost take up 20 gig. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Adobe Acrobat 9 Pro is the biggest program on our uh, install, and it's, like, 1.7 gig. Microsoft Office is, like, 1.2. And then uh, Windows takes up another, like, 7 Man, that's so crazy. I don't know how stuff can get that big. I don't know. Like, Acrobat 9 Pro, what does it do? It's bigger. Th- it's, like, seven times as big as Photoshop, Illustrator, Wait, or, and all it, those You other were talking about things. Acrobat? I kept hearing yeah. Adobe and assumed you were talking about Photoshop because I no, wasn't really paying attention. Acrobat, Acrobat, Acrobat Pro 9. That's fucking retarded. It's, it's because it can... Oh, my God. There's so many retarded things that, that Acrobat can do that is pointless. Like, Didn't seriously. we bitch about this last week, too? Yeah, but and that's actually a story I was going to have. So um, I'll bring this up real quick. Uh, the so a company came out with a, a new PDF viewer called Sumatra, um, which is supposed to be a, a super awesome replacement for for Adobe Reader. Um, I don't think that it can actually do the stuff that like that like uh, Acrobat Professional can do, but. The point that I that I the reason that I wanted to talk about this was because I don't think enough people realize that that um, Acrobat is such a bloated program. <laughs> Even Reader, I, Adobe so, Reader is terrible, yeah. and and I, PDFs PDFs have gotten to the point where it's it's pointless. I mean, PDF stands for Portable Document <laughs> File. And it's wow. they're get they're it's getting to the point where they're not portable anymore. It's like you get like a fifty to a hundred meg file out of something that should be like a meg or two, because yeah. people want to add like digital signatures and forms and all this other crazy shit that doesn't need to be there. So, um, oh oh, with uh, I was this is a long time ago when I had a lot of issues with Acrobat, like when I had slower computers, basically. Um, I found a thing. When, you know when Acrobat starts and you see all that stuff flashing really fast? 
all the little words, and they're just plugins that are loading, and it doesn't need any of them to read a PDF. Right. So I found there it was, it, I don't even remember what version, it was probably six. There was just a folder that contained all of the plugins. You just pull the plug, you just delete all those plugins or move them, and Acrobat came up in like a second as compared to uh, taking like 30 seconds. To yeah, load dude. All those stupid plugins. It's like and and they're not useful. It should it should load them when you need to do that to the PDF cuz then it would just be ridiculous fast. Um oh, what I was going to say is uh Acrobat 9 Pro has so many problems with printing. I have so many people that are like, "Oh, I can print from any other every other program, but I can't print from Acrobat Pro." And then Mac users who are like, "I can't print from Acrobat Pro, but I can print from the uh built-in one." So other programs handle PDFs way better than what? What do you Acrobat even use does? Acrobat Pro for? Like in a legitimate <laughs> setting, um, a, creating PDFs, in, in Open a, Office. You can merge together in a in a professional environment. What you would use Acrobat Pro for is to to uh, author a document. So you you add signatures, you add digital. Yeah, but there's signatures. tons of other tools that can do that. Right. Yeah, exactly. But it's the easiest. And uh, most places have ridiculous licensing for it. Michigan Tech got a uh, campus license for Acrobat Pro, so we can install it on any machine, including uh, just I think just about any machine that's associated with Michigan Tech. But my question yeah. is, why would you want to? Uh, we replace Cube PDF with printing to that, but like I said, we have a lot of problems with it. Um, and it's why? Why would? Why would anyone want to use Exchange for? <laughs> For their email server, uh, because they're bad at their uh, their jobs. No, well, there's there's actually a legitimate reason for using Exchange, and it's because you want uh, you know the full suite. You want the calendar, the email, the to do list, all of that crap. All right, I want to talk about this one just because I think it's funny. Um, so, some douchey TV station in East Texas. Um, decided that they were going to do a scare piece on the amount of germs collected off of a Netflix disc. So they grabbed... What? They took... Yeah, you know how about once a year they have those fear-mongering articles about how your, touching your keyboard will kill you because of all of the germs? Yeah. Well, they or decided like to do it... Your shower head's going to kill you? Right, yeah. So this year they decided to do it with Netflix discs. So they sent six discs to the University of Texas, I think. Um, six? It was, that was their sample size? Six? Yeah. So, like, two people who have three a month subscriptions? Yeah. How many people have Netflix? Can we get six? Yeah, so they sent six discs, and uh, the the result was that... Um, so, the way they tested was they ran a cotton swab over the disc and then ran it in a Petri dish and left the Petri dish. There was exactly as much growth in the in the, in the the Netflix disc dishes than there was in the control dish. So, the... <laughs> The Netflix discs contain about as much as about as many germs as your hands do after washing them. Uh, so, <laughs> so that so report can, blew up right in their faces. Place? Yeah, they can, you can actually the uh, so uh, Jack Loftus again at Gizmodo wrote this up and he said uh, so keep on using that copy of Benjamin Button as a coaster. You'll be relatively safe in doing so. Just don't eat off of it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why no, it's still really legit to eat off of it. Um, who was it? Was it Dustin that sent me the one about the, the sex thing? Oh, yeah. Chuck sent it to me, and then literally five minutes later, Dustin sent it to me. And I was like, oh, yeah, I just read this. Cause I don't me. know what you're talking about. Was, oh, 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 yeah, because yeah. banana means penis. 
<laughs> like I don't I don't know how that's code. Like I want to stick my banana in you. It's like, what do you think he means? <laughs> I don't know, but I you think really she's like hungry. Bananas? And then like uh, the number eight was uh, mutual oral sex. <laughs> oh man, Moss? It, was, it was ridiculous. So I watched the video, and it's like it's obviously a local local news station. So another thing is I watched the local news in the UP. And uh, in the UP, apparently nobody's heard of social networking sites because they talk about Facebook and uh, MySpace like nobody's heard of them, or like they just ca- they just started existing, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> like MySpace, which is a social networking site where people can upload profiles and talk to each other. <laughs> so um, it, it, just, it makes me laugh. The uh, the most recent episode of Glee, they use sexting in in the dialogue, except yeah. the the character pretends to not know what it means, so that they can go sexting. You know where you talk dirty via text message. <laughs> it was sexy so texting. I love when they. I love when the they dialogue was so awkward. <laughs> it was sexy texting. Yeah. Did, yeah, did you guys I, talk about the IRC thing? What IRC thing? The, oh, the numbers yeah. IRC thing. Did no, we, talk we about didn't. That we didn't episode? talk about that on the on the podcast. Oh, man. At all. It's a primitive uh, chat program. <laughs> yeah, for anyone who doesn't know what writer's talking about, it was an episode of Numbers where they talked about uh, IRC and hackers. Um, they were like, like boats pretty meeting in shipping lanes. Yeah. <laughs> there's pretty no, ridiculous. There's no record of the transaction. Can we listen in on their conversation? Yeah, in Leet speak. Luckily, <laughs> I speak Leet. <laughs> I've watched that video probably 20 times now. <laughs> take a screenshot. Yeah, right at the end, take a screenshot. It goes, they go, take a screenshot. I got it. I got it. Enhance. Enhance. Yeah, that's how I take screenshots, too. I usually just hit print screen. Yeah. Yeah, I don't actually have to type out print screen. Or, or just leave the window up, like, as if when the guy leaves the IRC channel, everything is going to disappear magically. <laughs> I'm going to write a script to do that. Every time I leave, it's going to reinitialize the chat room and clear the logs. Ooh, <laughs> you can't clear my local logs, though. Nope. Yeah. Not unless I write a virus to Haxerju. Ooh. I don't know what that means. Oh, snap. Speak lead. Oh, snap. <laughs> Are you actually snapping? Oh, that's some scissors that I'm playing with. <laughs> <It's probably dangerous. laughs> Oh, <laughs> and that's how I accidentally cut my face off. <laughs> okay. Say what? What? All right. So, in in honor of Thanksgiving, I thought I'd talk about this one too. Uh, so, NASA forgot to plan a Thanksgiving dinner for the astronauts on the space station. Dirt. So, <laughs> so. Uh, I think it was one of the guys from the Russian crew snuck on a Thanksgiving meal. Nice. <laughs> consisting of... Really? Yeah. Consisting of uh, smoked and irradiated turkey, candied yams, and freeze-dried cornbread stuffing. Yum. Nice. And packages of green beans. That is awesome. Yeah. Oh, hey, no, I guess it, wait, I guess it wait, doesn't say that they're Russian. Russian. Did this? No, yeah. never mind. Uh, it, I can't find that in the article now. I thought I read that, but no. now I don't see it. That does not sound that, like it makes any sense. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. I don't know why I thought I read that. <laughs> oh, it Fail just says it. ISS crew. It doesn't actually say that it was... It doesn't say which astronaut it was. Oh, uh, uh, okay. 
So you thought it was the Russian guy who wanted Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah, it didn't occur to me that they don't celebrate Thanksgiving in Russia. <laughs> Negative. So well, I'm, not on the uh, same I'm day really my head is really not in the game today. In case you didn't notice. Yeah. Um. So on the topic of holiday stuff, which is Thanksgiving, Christmas for me. Um. My entire life. You're not celebrating between, Kwanzaa this year, Ryder. No, my entire life. Yeah, I'm not celebrating Kwanzaa. My entire life between three days before Christmas until Christmas is pretty much going to be Christmas vacation, from the lights. That I put up to the tree that almost didn't fit through my door. <laughs> I, I swear. So it's it's six feet across. So if you can imagine six feet of limbs compacting down to a thirty-two inch doorway or thirty-six inch doorway, I I had to put all of my weight into it, and I fell over when the tree actually came through the door. <laughs> it's like, a lot of sap. A lot of sap. So ridiculous. And so there was there was probably like four pounds of needles on the floor. And it, and I have like an eight foot doorway in my uh, living room. I guess it's probably smaller than eight foot. But dragging it through there, it almost didn't fit. So the tree is like six inches from the back of my chair, and it almost makes me not be able to sit at my uh, desk anymore. It's so big. <laughs> And also, it has 700 lights on it, and it does not seem like that many lights because it's so big. <laughs> That's what she said. Why did you get such an enormous tree? So, we were out there, and uh, when you're in the field, all the trees seem kind of small, and then you walk up to them, and I put my hand up, and I'm like, well, that tree's 15 feet tall. So, then you look further down, and you're like, oh, those trees over there look smaller, and you get over there, and they're all 15 feet tall. So, we finally found one that was That less tree than- is far away. We finally found a tree that was less than eight foot tall, but it happened to be six feet around or six feet across. So the diameter of the bottom of the tree is six foot, and uh, it's huge. It's <coughs> huge. It, it, did uh, did you a, see the picture of the tree that I got? Yeah, I did. <laughs> so uh, we did met you up. Cut with, that out. No, we we met up with Hav and Sarah on Wednesday night and got drunk at the bar. And when I was stumbling home, I fell in. I found a, a dumpster with uh, cardboard cutout Christmas trees in them, so I grabbed one and ran. Wait, there was more than one? Yeah, and actually, as soon as we got home, I was like, oh, damn, I should have taken two of them, then I can cut one from the top to the middle and one from the bottom to the middle, and then I could have had a 3D Christmas tree display. Oh, yeah, you could have you actually set it up. Yeah, I didn't think of that until after I got home, though, and I was too drunk to go back. Couldn't remember where it was at. No, I remember where it was. I just don't want to go back. Or I didn't at the time, and it's probably gone now. Okay, so uh, William Gibson's Neuromancer staged staged with porn star. Isn't it Necromancer? No, it's <laughs> Neuromancer. Am, um, I, am I wrong? Really? Yeah, really. It's it depends on which kind of mancing you're doing. <laughs> what's 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 neuromancing then? Neuromancer is a novel written by William Gibson, and it's a it's a cyberpunk novel. Isn't about... isn't necromancing when you uh, like raise dead people and do something? Yeah, mancing yeah. mancing is sorcery. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. So I thought I actually thought you were talking about necromancing, and I said it wrong all these years. No. Okay. Uh, you, good, good to know. Yep. So, um, the no, this is star- this is mancing your mancing your uh, neurons instead of your necros. <laughs> your brain. Ah. Uh, your brain. <laughs> so, porn star Sasha Gray. Um, 
is, I guess, or was, I don't know when this happened, uh, but was part of a, a performance art in which she portrayed uh, the Neuromancer, the novel, in in real life, like as a, an actual play of some sort. Um, and it was uh, put together by an artist named Brody Condon. Brody um, Condom? Condon. <laughs> S- uh, condom, but with a N instead of an M. Condon? Yeah, Condon. Condon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he said that, that, that the performance was supposed to be uh, Gibson's 1980s dystopian techno-fetishism with early 20th century abstraction, um, which sounds super-duper pompous to me. But uh, I thought this was great because it's it's performance art with a porn star. You know, this chick, it's the same chick that was in the movie The Girlfriend Experience. Is she like a really bad porn star and that's why she has to take other work? No, it's it's she's been doing like from the beginning of her career she's been doing porn, modeling and acting all at the same time in different projects. Simultaneously? Simultaneously. I like saying simultaneously. Simultaneously. She's not that attractive. Maybe that's why she can't get enough porn gigs. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I don't think they porn care. stars are always attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Ron Jeremy. Yeah. So that's that's all I had to say about that. And that's the only news story I have. Woohoo! Okay, so I just Google searched her name, and the fourth result is a YouTube clip when she while she's talking about eating sperm. What? <laughs> yeah. That is gross. So is it on me? Do I get to do a story? <laughs> sperm? No. <laughs> Story, uh, token. It's like a token ring network. Is it on me? No, you got it all. <laughs> See, who wants to who wants to watch porn with this chick in it? No one. She looks like she looks like the a cult like member version of the chicken from chick from the orphan. <laughs> Did you just say she looks like a chicken? <laughs> No, the chick from the orphan, the movie that's called Orphan. Oh, I haven't seen the that horror movie. I haven't seen what, the horror movie with a chicken. Yeah, with the chick, the chicken with no parents. <laughs> what? Oh, is that a real movie? <laughs> you just confused everybody. Yeah. Oh man, she did a she did uh, a uh, a parody porno of Grey's Anatomy, and it's called Sasha Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> How did awesome. I not think of that? <laughs> um. So this is another one from November fifteenth. Um. Uh. Verizon changed their early termination fee to three hundred fifty dollars. I think it's just for uh, smartphones, but it went from one seventy five to three fifty. And uh, so it starts at three fifty and then goes down by ten dollars per month. Per full month of your contract that you complete. So, what's, oh, so it can only go down by $240. So, if you terminated a month before, you still pay money. That's lame. <clears throat> but it used to be $175. Uh, Regardless. Discounted, no, discounted $5 every month. So, they doubled the, f- the five and they doubled the early termination fee. And they justified it by saying that um, when they first created it, they didn't 
foresee, like people didn't basically have computers in their pockets, and uh, the price of smartphones is like pretty much double what phones used to be. <clears throat> if you look at non-contract phones, they're like six fifty, seven hundred dollars, something like that. Right. So, so three hundred fifty dollars. I think you can still. Uh, I guess they probably make it so it's still not to your benefit to start the contract, cancel it, and then take the phone. So uh, yesterday on Amazon, they had a deal where if you signed up for a two-year contract, any phone was a penny. So I, was, I, I actually I was uh, really, really close to getting the Bold 9700 for a penny and then canceling the service, so I only paid $200 oh, yeah. for it because it's like a $500 is the, phone. Is the early termination for AT&T $200? Yeah. Okay. I, I know Sprint bashed them for raising their fees. Sprint was like, we want more people to come. I don't know why they're doing this. That's stupid. Um, and uh, I think AT&T actually did raise theirs, but they didn't raise it as much. Something like that. So. I don't know. I've never canceled in the middle of a contract, but I know James did because he's a moron. I have. <laughs> I've canceled in the middle of a contract a lot, actually. <laughs> Have you paid the fee every time? Yeah, just about. Oh, that's a, oh. There's been a I, couple uh, of times where I could legitimately get away with it, but uh, um, most of the time it's just like, no, I'm done. I'm done dealing with you people. Fuck off. And I'm willing to pay whatever you want me to pay. Do they ever give you a discount head. if you return the phone, or do they not want your busted-ass phone? They won't take the phone back. So I watched The Fugitive yesterday. It was filmed in 93, and he had a freaking car phone. That oh, blew like me away. The car? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. Um, dude, you had a car that was from 96 and it had a car phone. Yeah, that, JR, that's true. J.R. Ewing had a, had a car phone in uh, Dallas in 1970-whatever. Oh, really? Was yeah, it, really. Was it not real? Or was no, it, it was actually... real. It was, it, well, I mean, it was... <laughs> It was Maybe. real in the in the in the in the show, and obviously it wasn't like you know a show about like high tech super spies or anything. So it was just a guy with a car that had a phone in his car because I don't know, dude. Don Adams had a phone in his shoe twenty years before that. Yeah, yeah. dude, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> okay, so apparently uh, the Dagobah system is a great place to vacation, <laughs> uh, unless you're a droid or a pussy. Um, I fi- I actually found this because Chuck shared it and got me to subscribe to Topless Robot. Um, but it's a video Dagobah. from for the uh, Dagobah tourism people, um, talking about how you should go to Dagobah because it's awesome <laughs> for extreme sports people. Dagobam. Is Yavin a real planet in the? Yeah, Star Wars system. Yeah, yeah, the they all are. They try, it's the one they try to blow up in the uh, beginning or in the wasn't first it, movie. Wasn't it was Yavin the, Four? It was yeah, it was the the fourth moon of Yavin that they tried to uh, blow up. Some douchey kid was uh, arrested for not using Twitter. Um, apparently, he's famous enough that people were going to see him. Somewhere, oh, yeah, and right. uh, yes. they were causing a disturbance. So he was asked to uh, put post an update to Twitter asking people to calm down, and uh, he wouldn't do it. So they arrested him for um, failing to cooperate. Criminal yeah. nuisance, endangering the welfare of a minor, and obstruction and obstructing government administration. 
Yeah, that's garbage. The kid looks like a chode, though, so it's probably well, for yeah. the best that he was arrested. Yeah. Oh, Justin Bieber. Oh, because it was in his contract, probably, right? No, it was. it's because there was a gathering outside of some record store that he was supposed to be at, and everyone was getting out of hand, and so the cops told him to send out a uh, message on Twitter telling his... Uh, his fans to disperse or calm down or whatever. And he refused to do it. And so they dispersed the crowd and then, uh, arrested him for, uh, he's whatever like, Chuck said. He's he, like 14. So if, even if they arrest him, what are they going to do? Put him in nothing. And then he gets nothing because he's not 18. You can still be charged if you're under 18. Yeah. Charged and then the only difference is that your record is expunged later, but you can be given uh, you can be given well, prison time or jail time or community service or a fine, just like anybody else. I don't think you can get jail time. Yes, you can. You ha- you have to go through a process. It's a it's a another layer of shit you have to go through in order to be tried as an adult. But you can be. Um. I actually heard about this kid. I can't even remember where, but he is like because you're his number popular. one fan. I am. He, I totally. I think it was on like the Today Show or something like that. Why the hell are you watching the Today Show? Because he's know, married and a, it was on in the morning. Is that a problem? I don't understand why people watch that show. It's so boring and because stupid. eventually, because eventually, you get to watch drunk midgets dressed as Ewoks hump the shit out of each other. <laughs> totally not worth it. Yeah. Besides, they'll put that shit on YouTube. No, I just I see people watch the Today Show and I don't understand why because it's so predictable and boring. It is really bad. But he probably has millions of dollars for lawyers, so I'm sure nothing will happen to him. I'm sure he's fine. Uh, uh, so there was a story on Gizmodo from uh, Matt Buchanan about why he doesn't like Hulu anymore. Yeah. And uh, I read the whole thing and thought he was a moron, but I can't remember why, and I'm too lazy to read it again. <laughs> but uh, if you read the article, I'm pretty sure you'll disagree with him, too. It was something about how um, the providers are, are, being, are pushing around the Hulu execs and... Hulu doesn't have a backbone, so they're giving in, and so we should not support Hulu and uh, go back to piracy, which would definitely give them incentive to try and deal with people. I, I mean, if I was a content provider and I gave everyone everything for free and then they stole it anyway, I would definitely be more inclined to yeah. agree to their demands. Are you being sarcastic? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> okay. Word. I uh I don't use Hulu. I just pirate everything. Maybe. I don't know. The, we talked about this last week. The the old, or recently anyway. The the reason I use Hulu is because it's statistics. Because I want to support the shows that I watch and enjoy so that they won't get canceled. And since I refuse yeah. to pay for cable, that's Hulu is my only way to do that. So if it's on Hulu, then I'll watch it on Hulu. That's a good idea. I should uh I should fire up episodes at work and just turn the volume off. And I think play all the shows that I don't want to get canceled. I I did that with um, Heroes and the Black Donnellys when when they were. <sighs> you should have stopped watching Heroes. That show will never get canceled, <laughs> and it should. Yeah, uh, there's well, it was all in, the, there's a ton of like CSI is never going to get canceled. It like, was it was during season one of it. Heroes, and obviously season one of the Black Donnellys. Uh, but I would I would. Uh, I would torrent those to watch them in a medium in which I 
found comfortable, i.e. on the TV at my house. Um, but then yeah. I would actually go to the website and play the episodes on their website and not pay attention to it and just let it run just so that <laughs> so that I got marked as having gone to the website and watched the episodes. So, yeah, it, and it is kind of like like me actually I actually have TV. So when I actually watch shows on TV, I I'm not a Nielsen family or anything like that. So I don't think they collect any statistics on me. So watching them online is the only way I can make an impact in the viewing. Yeah. I think that's dumb too, because I mean, yeah. we've we've as a society have so outgrown the Nielsen uh, family. Uh, there's no reason to do a sampling and have people write shit down, you know, yeah. because you can. Technology is ridiculous. You should you, be able to log everything everyone does. Exactly. You like, know, you they can, should they should be they should like put a check mark on my charter bill. Do you want us to send information about what you watch to? That and I'll say yeah. Hell yes, I do. I want my shows to stay on TV. He stopped and watched this one advertisement on this one channel, and then moved to a different channel. It's the <laughs> only time he's ever watched that channel. Huh? We should actually pay attention to this this advertisement then, because people really like it, or at so, least this guy um, does. So Charter is changing their lineup uh, effective December first, and I thought this was hilarious. Um, channel like three and channel fifteen used to both be uh, Jesus channels, and they played the exact same thing. So like two channels was in the first twenty channels played the same thing, and it was stuff nobody ever watches. And now they're switching that to like channel seven hundred ninety three, <laughs> <laughs> and there's only one version of it now, which awesome. I thought was hilarious. But I'm getting speed in HD, which means when NASCAR comes back, I'll be able to watch more stuff in HD. Pretty excited about that. Word. That was one channel that I was like, "Oh man, what?" When uh, when my so my parents live way the hell out in the middle of nowhere, and the only reason we ever got uh, cable TV or high speed internet is because they built a subdivision across the street, and uh, so we had lived in that place for like five or six years by the time the cable company actually ran a line out there. And uh, the guy, the guy came to do the cable install, and before the guy, before the installer left, my dad turned on the TV and tried to find the speed channel. And when he couldn't find it, he wouldn't let the guy leave until he installed the other package. <laughs> yeah, he he w- he insisted Your that the dad guy like speed that much. That's awesome. Yeah, he was like, "You can't leave until I have the speed channel." <laughs> that is so cool. Oh, so uh, this this is an awesome story, and it makes me sometimes wish that I lived in a big city like you guys. But uh, they these guys had their uh, their cable guy came over because their cable went out, and the cable guy was like, "Hey, if you give me fifty bucks, I'll hook you up with all the channels." <laughs> and so they gave him fifty bucks, and uh, and so they were paying for basic ch- cable, but they got all the channels. And yeah, uh, that happens all the time. Yeah, it does. But then, um, so we were out on wakeboarding on a boat, and uh, he gets a call, and it was his roommate, and he's like, "Oh crap, the cable just went out." <laughs> And and then so he explains the story to me, and then he gets a call an hour later, and they're like, "It's back, and we still have all the channels." <laughs> so they, were, they were freaking out that they lost their free subscription to all the channels. Yeah, the <laughs> only way to find that out is if you actually go to the box that's closest yeah. to the house and check the filter and see what it's filtering. Yeah. When uh, the last time that I was in Japan, uh, we moved into a room that had uh, the cable turned on. Like all the channels were turned on, which is something you normally would have to pay for, um, and we were actually going to pay for it to get it. But we uh, we walked in and we hooked the TV up and we turned it on and there was stuff on and we're like, 
what? And we checked all the channels, and all the <laughs> channels were working. We're like, um... Okay, so I guess we don't you know, have to call the cable company. Yeah, Ryder and I, Ryder and I lived in an apartment for an entire year and never plugged <laughs> the cable that was in the apartment into a TV to see if we actually had yeah. anything. Yeah, we were like, maybe it. we should see if it has cable. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I remember. I can't believe we never got around to that. that I remember the dorms. A, a friend of mine was making and selling uh, cable descrambling kits for the uh, pay channels in the dorms. Dude, nice. the dorms got all the channels. I don't think that there was... No, you could get uh, HBO and uh, one of the other premium channels if you paid extra. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. Know that. Yeah. At least my freshman year. I don't uh, know if they changed that. Word. I don't I don't think that you can get those, from what I remember. So, but Michigan Tech is actually registered as, like, a legitimate uh, cable provider, because when you go, when you type in... Uh, uh, Hank or Houghton's Yeah, that's, that's because they broadcast that movie channel. Yeah. Which is actually cool. a really awesome idea. I don't know if other campuses do that, but if it, at, at, I think uh, they do. at Tech there was a channel that played movies all the time, so even if there was nothing else on, you could turn to that channel that was only broadcast within yeah. campus and watch and it was, whatever it movie was on. it was usually either pretty modern movies or at least, like, okay movies. Yeah, it was either, it was either a decent movie that had uh, enough popularity that it would be worth watching, or else it was something that had, like, just released on DVD. Yeah, because it was like it would come out in theaters. DVD. It would come out in theaters, and then a while would pass, and then it would be on ca- in the movie th- screening on campus. And then, like two weeks later, the DVD co- would come out, and then like two weeks after that, it would come out on the campus TV. I actually uh, remember some movies coming out on the channel before they were out on DVD. Yeah, that happened every now and then too, but it was less yeah. frequent. Yeah, and I think I think I agree that that is a good idea. That's pretty cool. But the only issue I had was the quality was crap. I think they played. Yeah, all the they of VHS. they were using old equipment, so they had VHS, and the they had that that like local access type channel that just displayed campus news too. Yeah, which they so probably wild. had to have a license to broadcast both of those things and register it wherever you get registered to be on TV Guide or whatever. Yeah, but for show word. So, in a move that surprises me because it makes sense, uh, Comcast is releasing this thing called TV Everywhere, which is old news, but the the interesting part about this is that it's free to any subscriber. So, if you have Comcast cable, any channel you can get on your TV, you can stream live through their website. No way. That's yeah, awesome. Which is absolutely amazing, and the fact that it's That's- free for subscriptions is is so... It makes so much sense that I never thought it would happen. That is awesome. Yeah. So and, if you, uh, that that would be cool, like if you're somewhere else. That's awesome. oh, it's not every <laughs> channel. It's every on-demand oh. channel. Oh, okay. Still, eh, that's, that's better awesome. than nothing. And the fact that it's free blows me away. For Comcast. Yeah. Charter sucks. Yeah. My my cable box is like 110. Uh, and then the only other story I had that was significant enough to talk about, um, the British Royal Navy has has started a new training program where they're giving recruits PlayStation Portables. For what? Um, they're going to create training software to put on the device so that people yeah. can so that people can use them not only for training, but they're not locking them, so you can put whatever game you want in them as an incentive to keep it in good condition. Nice. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So you, you get, idea. Yeah. It's like back when people, uh, or 
universities would give out uh, iPods as a, a note-taking device. Even though it didn't make any damn sense. Well, yeah. um, so the reasons they gave were that... Um, uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, it was in the article. Uh, it, okay, loaded with math and physics materials. Uh, the PSPs can be in a bunk, have familiar controls for the young and mostly male recruits, and are considered pretty tough to break. And uh, it, it, so, um, are they using the old ones or the new ones, the slidey ones? Uh, looks like the the picture is of the old one, but and it says that it has a UMD drive, which I don't think the new ones have. New ones do not. Um, but yeah, so it'll save on teaching time because they can put train any training course that can be remote, even remotely automated, can be loaded onto a UMD, and uh, it can t- you can take it anywhere, so you can train whenever you're done playing whatever game you wanted to play on it. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was an interesting idea. Word. That is, yeah. I like that idea. I think that's pretty cool. All right. Uh, so this week's Fark headline of the week, uh, it looks like uh, the three of us are the only ones that voted because there's only three votes. Uh-oh. Nope. <laughs> and, I didn't uh, vote. <laughs> oh, and they're all Hold for on. different headlines. So um, Hold on. Well, I'll choose between the three. Okay, uh, so this week's FARC headline of the week, University says it's hiring someone to research lap dances. Job is certain to be a grind. <laughs> what up? I'm surprised you didn't vote on the one about YouTube comments being barely literate writer. Uh, I like that one too, you, but you complain about them all the time. I know, they're so bad. They make me, like, they're like the text from last night comments. First. Oh, yeah. First. And oh, usually when they're trying I'm to be retarded. clever, they're, like, painful. Yeah, like that kind of hard. funny where it's not at all funny, but you can tell that they were trying really hard and they think they're funny. So yeah. it's just like unpleasant. I totally agree. So, um, question of the week. Oh, uh, how do you back up your information? Wait, that was my question. Yeah, Cheater? I'm, I'm totally stealing it. <laughs> um, and since okay. we've already answered that, um, I didn't answer it. Okay, then only you answered. Chuck did. Only you did. Yeah, actually, Chuck I did. didn't say anything. Yeah. Um, I put kind of important, like pretty important stuff at work on the, uh, giant storage array that's backed up to tape every night and whatever. Actually, I, this is, I heard this and I thought it was ridiculous. The, uh, backup schedule, it actually takes longer to back up the unit than 24 hours. So their backup schedule isn't every day anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I think it's like once every, uh, like 36 hours it gets backed up. So most of my stuff's backed up at the university on their central storage. That's important. At home, I just have a RAID 5, which is not backup. And anyone thinks that RAID, RAID being backup is wrong. Um, in my experience, RAID arrays are more prone to flight failure than a single disk. Because when they break, like if your controller card breaks or whatever, there's almost no way to get the information back. Unless yeah, it's software RAID. So... I, in my experience, RAID is not a good way to, it's, it's not a backup method, and it's probably the worst way to backup data, because if OneDrive fails, chances are you lost all your data. Yeah. Like, I don't know, did you see Clink talking in IRC saying one of his, uh, RAID OneDrives died, and it wouldn't boot anymore? Yeah. So it's like, even, even one that has mirrored data isn't working, it's like, every time you use a RAID, something goes wrong and breaks. Definitely. So, so, I, I guess, I have a really expensive RAID card, which is good, and it emails me every day to tell me that it's still working, (laughs) and uh, if a drive ever failed, I would know about it via email, probably 10 seconds after it happened. So that's my 
safety mechanism, and nothing on that array to array is really important anyways. It's just uh, illegal data. <laughs> yeah, I have a five, 500 gig drive in my computer that's all data, and it's like movies and music and that kind of thing. Yeah. Pictures. Uh, I have pictures on there, too. Oh, so all my pictures are backed up, um, like our wedding pictures. Uh-huh. I have physical media of them, but we have them all on Flickr. Yeah. All 8.6 gig of them. <laughs> all, all of my pictures are backed up on Picasso, but it's not like the original size, oh, the original resolution. I have you the, should probably buy that now since it's so cheap. It's I've, like five, I've, five I've been thinking about it. Um, I also back up uh, all my photos and my music and movies onto, well, not all my movies, but onto my iPod. <laughs> Oh, okay. Or my iPhone, it's it's all backed yeah. up onto my iPhone, um, which is not really a safe backup. But honestly, if if I were to lose all of that stuff, I wouldn't be too terribly sad. The only yeah. thing that I would be pissed about is the uh, um, pictures. Yeah, pictures uh, are are the thing that people like. They're almost they're pretty much irreplaceable, and people don't care about them much right um, everything like else our, anything else that i have that's important and get, goes into dropbox and is saved yeah. online that's a good idea you can pretty much trust them yeah um the pictures ashley has them on her computer i am on my computer and uh they're on the server too so that's about as good as it gets unless our house burns down or something right and i guess our wedding pictures are online so as long as Flickr still exists i still have my pictures <laughs> Word. And uh, next year, I will be changing to Picasa because the um, Flickr was like $24 for unlimited storage. And at the time, uh, we had like eight and a half gig of wedding pictures. That cost more to put on Picasa than unlimited storage from Flickr. So we went with Flickr. But next year, I will definitely be paying whatever, five bucks for 20 gig on Picasa. Right. And uh, putting all the pictures over there and then putting all of our other pictures over there, too. Word. That's what I plan on doing eventually. Yeah. <laughs> and it took it took me a long time. Do you know how how good is the Picasa app? I I think it's, I've used it. It's pretty I good. Remember. I that's what I actually use for 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 my photo album, what have you, is uh is the Picasa app, and it's 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 not terrible. Um, it, it's it offers every everything that you would want to do with pictures other than ag- the actual like for real editing like what you would do with photoshop mm-hmm. so picasso's app sucks really hard and uh if you try to upload more than like 100 pictures at a time then it fails you mean Flickr? basically yeah Flickr. what yeah. did i say you said picasso yeah i meant Flickr. Flickr. i was not impressed with anything i actually went to some third-party apps to try to find one that didn't fail out all the time. Yeah. I but I think that Google's app's probably going to be better anyways. It, yeah, it's Google. it's a lot better than the Flickr app, any Flickr yeah. app. So, I'll be changing over to that whenever I can't I can't remember when it expires, but whenever they send me an email and say it's expiring, I'll be like, "F you guys." Yeah. Maybe they'll send me an email and be like, "No, you can stay with us. We'll let you do it for $2 a month <laughs> or $2 a year." There, it would have to be. There you go. So, all right. That's good. So, that's the rumpus. That's not my pass. Caught smoking, double choking, linger on my spleen. I'm dying, I'm fine sometimes. Newspaper conservation, can't believe this intellection, can't believe these words are true. But I'm a little spirit, it's the words escape out of state.
Our theme music is the song Better Nation by Curious Hands and can be found at www.podsafeaudio.com. You can find us on our webpage at www.whatstherumpuspodcast.com. That was vocals at the end.